0: Hey, Road Trippin' fans, Homage t-shirts are as ferocious as the dunks or bangouts Richard and Channing throw down from time to time, and their softness can't even be matched. Homage has been turning back the clock with throwback tees for years, from the NBA to the Ultimate Warrior, you know, the tee LeBron wore on the plane after leading the Cavs to its first title the city had seen in over 50 years. Well, Homage tells the stories of triumph, individualism, and hustle, preserving the old-school in creating new legacies, go to homage.com, that's H O M A G E, and pay homage with your favorite tea. Be sure to check out the NBA Jam Teas and one exclusively made for me and you. And because who doesn't love themselves a nice, healthy discount? From now, get this until the end of August, our exclusive Road Trippin' NBA Jam Tea is 25% off if you use promo code ROAD Trippin' upon checkout. That's Road Trippin' Not Case Sensitive for 25% off. Hey, we're roadtrippin' at homage.com.
1: And we are recording,
2: Geet. Are
1: you ready for my introduction?
2: I I am ready to hear your intros. We have two people, RJ. Two. With us. And, and and what's crazy about this is this is the first in the history of road tripping. So you are listening to a first. Um, the first two media people. Media mm-hmm. people. You don't count. I was gonna I mean, say Alex doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. Um Um, Ali doesn't doesn't count. count. (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm talking about full on outsiders. (laughs) Outsiders are in. They're They're like
0: white walkers.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's just,
1: it's, it's, they're in the Red Cup Lounge. And And we're gonna, we bring you the greatest athletes in the world. We're bringing you the greatest reporters. Oh,
2: yes, we are. And 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 what's really, really cool about this is that they're fully immersed into what we're doing. We have them with the Red Cup. They have the Whispering Angel. They're in Hermosa. They've
1: heard 30-plus episodes of Road Trip. Yes, they yeah. have. Yep. Yes. They, they are fans of they the show. Do. Avid consumers. Avid consumers are oh. not allowed to be fans. <laughs> right. People might the the recognize media people. They might yeah. recognize Should yeah. we give them the intro? Go ahead. Go ahead. Give I'm going to start, start with the beautiful... Beautiful and more talented. <laughs> uh, too. Fact. She is an ESPN features reporter, a former SportsCenter AM anchor, with ESPN since 2014, former social media director for National Geographic. Can you imagine the things she's seen? She grew up in the Bronx, New York, played baseball for 10 years. Not softball, RJ. Baseball. Four for eight lifetime versus Danny Almonte. <laughs> she's a Syracuse crowd. Say hello to Serena Morales. Hey, Nice. I don't know about the four for eight, but yeah. No, but we're at four, we're four for four. it worked That's it, it was it was seven for an eight. Oh right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> seven for, seven for eight. Better. Sorry. That's and good. on the other side, ladies and gentlemen, covering the NBA since 2005, been with ESPN since 2009, New York Times best-selling co-author of *Return of the King*. With the intro by. Richard yeah. Jefferson. There it is. <laughs> 2012 Pro Basketball Writers Association Award for Best Game Steering. By like the way, team. Manager of the Year 2003 Syracuse <laughs> National Team, but this is the biggest one. <laughs> Player at the University of Limerick 2004 yes, team in Ireland. And RJ, he had a perfect rack from the left wing in the three-point shootout Facts. at the 2009 All-Star Weekend in Phoenix. Dave Facts. McMenamin. Dave McMenamin. <laughs> you? Did you
2: just drop your mic? Ooh. Yeah. What a, <laughs> high,
1: what a hype yeah, man. Yeah.
2: You definitely just dropped totally your mic. Ah, he's turning red. Yeah. Uh, mainly that is because uh, I closed the garage door. So I think I'm going <laughs> to open it again. So,
1: welcome, guys. Welcome to the next round. Thank
3: think you. We'll get the introduction and then RJ leaves immediately.
2: Uh, cheers. Talk, Talk to yourselves. Yeah, yeah we can do that. Cheers. 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 cheers.
1: You can hear that. You can hear that. Yep. So good to have you guys here. It's exciting. In uh, Manhattan Beach, Hermosa Beach right now, actually, at RJ's uh, house, the Red Cup Lounge. This is a
3: good... Did you always want to see like
1: what that.
4: the Red
3: Cup
1: Lounge looked like?
4: I did. Great. I did.
3: Yeah. A
4: lot of memorabilia? Yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a big memorabilia, time. yeah, so I've been snooping around a little What's bit. What's your favorite piece? Uh, can we oh, yeah. not talk about the memorabilia? Uh, uh, <laughs> That's a great point. Where RJ's? For insurance
2: purposes, my, my, my house isn't exactly the most... uh um, won't get into h- it. It won't the most the most uh, hidden one. Lame yeah. stuff. Yeah. House. Yeah. That's no, so terrible. terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, no, I don't. I don't mind it. Whoever comes in, they they can see whatever they want to see. But
4: Dave, Richard, you're a road trip thing. This is exciting. I feel like I was uh, one of the original consumers to the point where, like, I would have conversations with you and Allie about. Hey, you might want to work on your audio quality. You, you were. You were. And it's well, funny. It
2: so here we are. We're trying new mics for the first time. Uh, so if you guys don't like them, don't complain on Twitter or on Instagram. We don't care. We're, we're still working this out. But you were. You were one of the first people. I think we dropped the podcast one time, but we weren't ready to drop. It and we took it away. And they're like, hey, you can't ever do that. Right. You can't ever do that. And so you have been... Uh, avid consumer, but also a helper when it comes to this podcast from a, a, a consumer standpoint.
1: He was the first guy to tweet out, Where's Channing? jeez. <laughs> 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 oh, I know. Everyone gets <laughs> to know where Channing is. <laughs> well, he, well, he, he, he continues t- to tell everyone. Even though they continue to write it, he's not. He's, he's not. not he's, he's not coming. A, he's I mean, not. Allie coming. will be back.
2: Yeah, Allie will be back. But Chan, Channing, Channing's going to be here. All uh, right, he, he'll be on during the season. Yeah, uh, right. It's one of those things that um, he he's got a lot going on. He had a lot going on this season, uh, and so for him to get away from
4: Fanfare. us,
2: you know, family, go back to Portland, he's got his hot tub out there that he's enjoying. He tells me about his fan bike and all this shit that he's doing. Uh, so mm-hmm. no, 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 yeah, he's yeah. he's a little
1: more involved in the text chain. Uh, lately, I've noticed. Yeah, because right? we started talking about free shit. We started talking about free <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so, And all of a sudden, he was like, hey, uh, by
2: the way. Yeah, so yeah, now Channing's involved. But, you know, back to you guys. Uh, it was funny. Yesterday, and this is how this whole thing came about. We had talked about, you know, you coming on the podcast uh and yesterday you were walking on the beach and what did you see? I was running. Running, I saw stadium. walking. <laughs> I, mean, I, I saw you was running. I'm sorry. you saw the old man jog. it was old man jog. was it old man jog, for no, sure. On the street, yeah. and that's what people do. Yeah.
4: And, what, and would it, tell the people out there what you saw. I saw <laughs> some dominant spikes by Richard Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you guys were playing
2: volleyball, my as authentic it as you yes, and the first and the first thing you said was Richard, and I was like, "Yeah, I told you, this is what yeah, we do absolutely. every day." Was
1: was it heated? I mean, it gets competitive. Well, you guys are into it. Luke yeah. Walton's yeah. into
2: Luke, it yeah. like, So me and Luke were were uh, we were the main hitters. Normally, we'll have two hitters on each side, uh, but the way it worked out yesterday, we were the main hitters. But he's the middle. He was my setter. Uh, you roll up and, and you see us. You see us kind of playing volleyball. But one of the things that people need to know is that we decided to play Tuesday volley after a long weekend it was a long volleyball weekend we had six man mm-hmm. weekend this weekend um, and it was it was a good weekend we lost the Geats team in the semis you and Luke got a little chippy in game five. Oh yeah we got a little chippy yeah. somebody somebody I think somebody hit one against Luke Luke fell down and decided to flip Luke
1: off um, oh I was talking about last night's game between you and Luke got a little chippy. oh I was talking about our game five and the six man <laughs> oh, oh well, yeah. I saw that point by the way some kid kind of talked shit to Luke talked
2: a little talked a little much and we were like that's fine it's all in good fun but Just stay in your lane, stay in your lane. So uh, No, 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 yeah, it was game five was a little chippy, just because when you're out there by yourself, you're playing, you're hooping. Uh, People have been asking me for pictures because they don't really believe that we know how to play volleyball. But But seriously? Yeah, I don't know if they believe me.
3: People are just running the strand there. And oh, right, no, all of a sudden, people just, you know,
2: people all, all the time stop and take videos. They stop and take pictures. Yeah. They're so confused when they see us out
4: there. You, I mean, you guys are authentic. I don't want to blow smoke, but yeah. Thank you. I mean, obviously, you I worked okay. with Geeter for years. When it comes to the Lakers, I know your credentials. Yeah. Yeah. And my I mean, credentials
2: are that Geeter has taught me, and you see my proximity to the sand. And so I play. Three or four times a week, and when we get on the sand, we normally play for three or four hours. So. Far
3: away from the sand because your memorabilia. My is memorabilia. That's yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> all
2: the stuff. You know, people know. Even, you know, you'd be surprised how many people in this South Bay have been in this house in the Red Cup Lounge. Oh, we yeah. we We're celebrate. Not special.
3: <laughs>
2: you guys are special. You guys are recording the podcast. Yeah, there we go. But, oh, we celebrated the six man victory here yeah. two, oh, years man. Ago, two, two years ago. Two years ago. ago it so, yeah, it was a good time. You know, Fletch yeah. has won two of the last three. No it's big, nice yeah. to
1: have you guys here because. Uh, you know, you guys do follow the podcast, but because you guys report in the sport that we love and all over the world and all these fun things and, you know, how did you, uh, how did you get into this, by the way, Dave? Like, what was your dream? I,
4: into this I was like uh, 14 years old. I started writing for the local newspaper. Wow. In my town. What was <laughs>
2: I was still like masturbating in hand towels.
1: I was watching American Pie. <laughs> so Dave is is dreaming of, of, of Pulitzer prizes. Well, yeah, are yeah, watching one. Fast Time, yeah. right. right.
4: yeah. uh, no but, So I grew up a couple blocks away from Villanova University, mm-hmm. and so I covered their football team and their basketball team mm-hmm. when I was in like freshman year of high school. So oh, I was wow. able to cover high level sports. Basketball is always my sport that I love to play. Mm-hmm. And uh, you to shoot threes, yeah. That's kind of big time. yeah. It's a very limited skill set, but it, but it, it is a it's. Yeah, James Jones played fourteen it, days. It's a, it, yeah. it is a desirable skill yeah. set. It right. is, yeah. It and is. And you've picked it up. It took you long a enough to long pick it up. Long time, time it's still, a try,
2: still try Look, all I have to do is just make just enough. Right. You know, if you make just enough, it's a game changer. Yeah. 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 Game you're game still, game
4: you're game. still waiting on that one from the right wing. the right wing Still waiting. Right <laughs> still <laughs> waiting. It's
3: it's it, <laughs> it hurts.
4: It hurts. Faces that
3: no one can see.
2: It hurts. I'm still trying to get that one down, but we'll. Figure
4: it out. Yeah, for sure. No, but uh so I love basketball. Yeah. It's like in my bones. And then uh, journalism was like something I had doors open for me early and I just kept walking through them. So,
2: well, right. You're, you're, you're white. So you're going to have lots of doors open for I'll you. I'll
4: acknowledge very, that. For sure. Yeah, white privilege is a real thing. Um, <laughs> just no, so like, I'll, I'll so accept that aware for, aware for of, sure. Like, we talk
3: about this, yeah. like, like we're very aware of like white privilege and and how it like affects me. Like I'm a Hispanic female working in sports and things that he gets that maybe I haven't gotten in my life because, right. and I still have white privilege because I'm fair skin. So like even that I'm aware of. So so actually,
4: well. we were talking about Serena and I were talking about your podcast. The great, the beauty besides like just the humor of Channing. So you listen to a really good produced podcast. There's like interstitials where they'll either play a little bit of I bigger. don't know what like, that word means. Uh, you, Arizona? <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, bonding yeah. of one segment to uh,
3: Right, so
4: uh, maybe do be a little like musical number in yeah, between yeah, conversation, yeah. or yeah. let's take one part of the conversation and put it in between two, in between two longer conversations and yeah. so mesh them together. Channing does that naturally. Yes, he makes so a weird noise. you don't even need to edit. <laughs> no, <and> he provides <laughs> he, that. He was just and segues, will just. his segways. Okay, we
2: need to change topics. <laughs> okay, and gonna...
3: you're good at that too. It's like between you and Channing, you kind of just get to the next segment. No,
2: I. I... Thoroughly miss my guy. You yeah, know what I'm saying? He, sure. As much as we pull each other's hair out and we drive each other's nuts, no, I know. have no more hair left. <laughs> I have no more. That's a very funny joke. She is funny too, people. Uh, that's Gosh. good to know. Um,
4: but but what did what did you do? So you went to Syracuse. So I went to Syracuse. Yeah. and you're
2: familiar with it. I am. So the NBA does a a very good job of trying to help guys with life after basketball, and so they have a broadcasting school, they have a, a coaching school, they have a, a kind of a gm school where you just go places they have uh if you want to learn about real estate or fran uh franchise ownership like if you want to own 10 burger kings they'll bring people in to help you figure this stuff out and so um i went to the syracuse broadcasting school for like a two or three days yeah shout out and it's an amazing school iron eagle like uh mike trico like some of the biggest names marv so, albert. yeah marv albert and when you get there all of a sudden you're like Oh wow! This is kind of a big deal. This is really, really cool. And so I got to sit in a studio, and you got to learn, and you got to figure it out. And um, um, Jerry Madelon, um, who is the first probably mentor I had in in, um, in this kind of feel broadcasting film he was the first one person that told me get reps <clears throat> richard it's like you're an athlete you know you're well smoking but get reps the more comfortable you get the more this the more that and so like i started doing like cbs affiliate stuff for the NCAA tournament so when i was playing in utah they i'd be like hey can i come in and just break down some games with you guys and they were ecstatic sure right so i tell athletes all the time if you go to them and tell them something that you want to do They'll find job, a way they want to use it. Them. Yeah, we, they want. We would it.
1: talk about it every off season. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? I mean, we would yeah. talk about the kind of the things that he was doing at, when you when you were at Golden State. You yeah. you went to the local. Yep. I interviewed Harrison Barnes. Yeah. I did a, I did a Harrison Barnes interview. A lot of guys don't take that opportunity, RJ. Well, it's I, there for you, but you got to be aggressive with it. Yeah, and a lot of times it happens when you're older. Yeah, it happens yeah, when you're sure. a little bit older, and I was fortunate. When where, you saw the light. I saw
2: the <laughs> light. I saw the <laughs> light. <laughs> I, saw, I saw the light at year 12. <laughs> How right? I, saw, I saw year, 12. <laughs> 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 year 17 is mind-blowing. Uh, you went yeah. to Cleveland. I went to Cleveland. <laughs> yes, <Yeah, laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you.
4: That's an extra three years. Yeah. There's a little video of Carl Towns, doing that, being a reporter in high school and talking to, I think it was like Kobe or something like that. Yeah. I like I was fortunate because I you know worked for the newspaper Mainline Times got to cover big time college I covered Brian Westbrook ended up playing for the Eagles so I covered him in, in college and he dominated one double A I covered Michael Bradley led Villanova team actually he might have been a transfer from Kentucky Kentucky, Kentucky not transfer. Arizona yeah yeah people don't leave Arizona
2: yeah <laughs> they don't want
4: to leave that school but uh, then I did that I interned at a local. TV stations, so I, I kind of, and then my high school had a you know local access cable channel, yeah. so I had my own sports show. So I had all this stuff before I even stepped foot on campus, and so it was easy to just to stay one track mind. Like yeah. I'm like I'm going to do this. Like my first visit to Syracuse, uh, Adam Stanko, who's a producer for Pac-12 Network, loves to tell this story. He took me to like a frat party. It, it was my first visit before I decided I was actually going to go there. And I was telling people like, "Oh, I'm going to be the next Bob Costas, yeah, Bob Costas, <laughs> drunk 17 year old kid." But yeah. I was like, I was like, was confident that that was going to be the path, and I was, you know, fortunate to keep following it.
1: One thing I'll say about Dave is that, you know, Dave and I got got to know each other. He covered the Lakers yeah. uh, during some glory years, and when we started the network, and I became the anchor in 2012, Dave was was one of our what what he called contributors. And and I'll never forget talking to my bosses about this guy's great on TV because not every writer can can do that you know but he was able to ask bill Bill simmons (laughs) 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 Simmons.
2: (laughs) 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 Uh, i love you i love love your podcast it's one of my favorites uh you had luke on there giving me a little bit of love and talking shit at the same time at the same (laughs) time so it
1: was fun but But, yeah but it was great for him because right when kind of the lakers you know coach He was there for Kobe's Achilles game, but right when it started to fall off... I was there for Kobe's Achilles game. They were playing against the Warriors. Playing against the Warriors. But then LeBron... I was deep deep on the bench. (laughs) LeBron goes back to the land. Who does ESPN move over? Yeah. Dave. So, I I mean, we were so bummed to lose him, but at the same time, we're like, this is going to be huge for him because... You know, LeBron's getting, LeBron and the Cats going to be the story for the next who knows how many years
2: for as long as he's be, there they will yeah. be the yes. story as long <laughs> as is <he's> there <laughs> like
3: Dave's story like drives me insane because and we talked about this I went to Syracuse also yes. but I didn't have any of the background yeah. or like like he's doing things at yeah. 14 years old I'm more on like Richard Jefferson like I'm more on like hey <laughs> That's
2: like,
4: like, so <laughs> 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 you're
3: playing with Daniel Martin <laughs> <laughs> doing like reporting, I never had exactly, that's going to be trending, I'm yeah. never doing like anything that Dave was doing, like my high school, Dea Clinton High School, had a shout, shout out, out to shout out. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, like we had, Tracy Morgan went to do it, yeah,
0: Tracy,
3: <laughs> well, shout out to the BX, yeah. but, like we didn't have anything, we didn't have any like, that in the newspaper, was not whatever Dave was doing at Radnor High School, which I've heard all about, and all its accolades. <laughs> But, like, now I'm, like, part of, like, the Hall of Fame of DeWitt Clinton because, like, and again, I'm one kid out of the Bronx who never had... You know, the financial, like, hmm. there were points where I was in food stamps. Like, we were living in a Bronx home with one bedroom apartment. There were four of us. Yeah. So, like, I didn't have anything. So, I, the only thing I had was baseball. I played baseball for 10 years. I get so envious of Dave's, like, you know, how he was so ready to do New House. And you know, New House yep. is intimidating. It is intimidating. intimidating. A,
2: you walk in, you see all of these buttons, and you're just like, <laughs> like there's kids here doing this. Yeah. And yeah. I'm sitting here, and they're like, yeah, see that 19 uh, year old kid? He's going to be your sound engineer. Now, go in the booth and don't mess up. Right? and you're just like oh, and you're
3: dealing with people who have all done it so Dave was like oh I know like you've told me stories where you go into your writing classes and you're just like Psh. How could you not like this piece? And I had to get rid of my New York accent, my Puerto Rican accent, I had to take voice lessons, I had to learn to write, I had to learn to like were
2: you I just wanna know, were you like full Rosie Perez yeah, or not? no. <laughs> <music. laughs> oh, oh my God.
1: Can you give us like a little bit, like just just tell your next story.
3: I used I used to say, I used to say Sarina Morales and Sisi Noos and Noos instead of Noos. Yeah. Just, or so just, just, just oh, I get like super bronzed and we like, Yo, why are you doing that? Like that, it was uh, just like these O's <laughs> and us. And- your your producers
1: like bring you side <laughs> Oh
3: Professor Folk was just like, Oh my gosh, but, uh, what a headache you are yeah. like and then you again my professors have like nine Emmys in investigative reporting yeah. and I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing. And there have been times where they're like you this is not for you. And <laughs> I was like, all right good now, you know
2: but that's one of the things that people need to understand is that we can all be in the exact same booth in the exact same moment and come from completely different backgrounds and yeah. that's what's cool about a team and, and it's really the love of doing what you're doing that brings people together it's like I, I was a basketball player i had no idea about really about broadcasting or any of this my high school girlfriend's mom criticized me because I was doing like a high school interview and I was like the high school guy and so I was doing like the sports week thing and he was interviewing me and I just kept like um and like and she like criticized me she was like Richard you really have to work on this you have to do this and I'm just like I don't I just got to get buckets. I was like, I just got to get <laughs> buckets. Right? No, but I understood because at that point in time, she's like, Richard, you're way too intelligent. You're way too articulate. Like, yeah. this interview is not. And this was my high school girlfriend, Selena Collins. It was uh, Debbie Collins. Thank you. I love you guys. <laughs> uh, but it was like, they uh, they, they were kind of critical of me. So, right in that spot, I was like, okay, I need to work on that. And even now, even when I'm doing the podcast, like, when I listen to things, you go back and you're like,
1: oh, everyone needs a Debbie yeah. Collins, though. Everyone I mean, you need does. That person that's not afraid to tell you. Here's what you need to do to get better. And yeah. it's hard to take criticism as well. Yeah, be But
4: also she couched it by saying you're intelligent you're articulate, yes. yes. right? She, so, she, she she's exactly so helpful. helpful. Yeah, we've been right.
1: uh, You know what's interesting is, is a couple episodes, I don't know if you know this, but he was throwing out the first pitch, which I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure you're aware. Yeah. Um, and, and I was like, Dude, didn't you play Little League? And he's like, I didn't have the money. <laughs> Sounds like um, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Way. yeah, yeah. Away.
3: Well, so the whole reason I even got into sports was we weren't allowed to watch TV when I was a kid. My mom was like, all right, enough with the Saturday morning cartoons, get your butt to play Legos or whatever else you can do besides staring at a TV. And I was just like, I'm going to figure out the system. So my dad would come in and he put on the one o'clock Yankee games. And so mm-hmm. I would watch, the, I would like, oh, he's sitting down watching TV. And I like, can so watch like, TV. I'm going to do the same thing. So yeah. I would watch Yankee games like right after starting more cartoons and sit with my dad and my dad's like she's doing this every week what is going on with her and so I was like oh what's that what's that white thing he's like that's a bass <laughs> oh that's cool and so I'm like five six years old like talking to my dad about you know Don Mattingly and Paul O'Neill like those Awesome, like and good. I'm sure. Wait,
2: wait, and how proud was your dad when you were sitting there recording Derek Jeter's uh, introduction Oh my god! I remember watching you do the game. <laughs> That's right. Yes, yeah, yes. I, remember I remember watching Derek the-
3: Jeter Day. I know, and it was Mother's Day. Uh, my mom and Derek Jeter have the same birthday, so my mom is probably the only person that I air quote dislikes Derek Jeter because he was taken over my life as yeah. a kid growing up hmm. and watching. So yeah, it was a big day for my parents. So shout out to Angel Morales because he's a gem, but. So he's like a Puerto Rican, you know, he wanted sons and he had two daughters. So
2: congratulations to him. have two voice. Okay.
3: So you you, you put your kid in sports and your sons (laughs) and my dad, you know, there's this Puerto Rican machismo thing. Like, oh, I can't put my daughter in sports. So my my sister was like, I'm not doing the baseball thing. And so I was just like, I want to play this. So he was like, all right. So he puts me in a league. My first coach was actually a female, Oneida. So I'm seven, eight years old. I'm I have no idea even how to like do the sports stance where you like you know, like the, the like a stance where anything like where your legs are apart, you are down like almost in the squat position, like my knees were like going in. Like,
1: uh-huh. Richard was through the fourteenth. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. the, <laughs> <moment. laughs> the same thing. It's a very uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, so
3: painfully yeah, two daughters and so I started playing and then by the first the first year we won the championship, which again it was, like, nothing. But I was, like, oh, we, I know how to win. And then, you know, you go on. I played till I was 17 years old in the Bronx. So, like, I played against Danny Monte. Like, I was, like, legit the Monet Davis before social media had picked up. Like, I, I played and, like, and this is what I was talking about before, like, there it was so tough to play baseball as a female because once you go from like 14 like 15 16 17 those years i would broken my finger twice playing baseball i was throwing out my arms i was still playing softball for my high school because i was like okay i gotta get a scholarship to play yeah. and i popped my hamstring because i was working with these kids who some of them um oh my god i'm gonna forget his name uh, who played Juan Carlos Perez who has a World Series ring Wow. practice with me like i was practicing with kids who now are like in majors they have world series rings That's like crazy. i was practicing with them the pitching they didn't pitch to me so like at, when i got to 15 16 17 i started realizing like man i'm getting really bad like bad at playing yeah. and, and like my offense was like falling apart because guys were telling me they were like listen we're not going to pitch to you if we if you hit the ball we look terrible If you, if we hit you, we look terrible. So we'll just pitch you outside or inside and hope that like you just swing and we'll walk or we'll walk you. So I would just stand there and walk and just like let someone else get an RBI. Did you play anything in college? I didn't because I popped my hamstring hamstring. and it was such a bad, it was like hanging on the bone. And my dad, good old Angel Morales was just like, you're fine, you don't need to see a doctor. And the football (laughs) coach was just like, Yo, you need to see a doctor like had the red like blood vessels had, you know, done things that shouldn't happen So I was out my whole junior year when you get recruited. Yeah, and so senior year I get like, okay I figured this out. I'm good. And then it was just like, oh wait I was supposed to talk to people. So I had I to Syracuse softball camp before and so I was just like You know what? I gotta start thinking about like education and my future. Am I gonna get injured again? I can go to another school, but so I went to Syracuse and I tried out for second base because she had already picked up the center fielder. Did not make the team, but I did the new house thing. You did
2: it know the new house thing like that was the a The new house thing. We saw some battle. <laughs> were you the
1: same age as Daniel Monte? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what were you
3: thinking when he was
0: it three to really fifty? Three to fifty. 50, so 50 as look
3: really good. Um, yeah. Dan- so I knew like during the Little League World Series during that whole you know, debacle. We, yeah, yeah, we knew. I mean, like, there's always like these. Oh, all right. Well, whatever. I was just honestly happy that the Bronx was getting like there are such good baseball players that come out of Bronx, and again, they don't have the money. Like I used to get intimidated. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like if I go to a, a softball camp or a baseball league, and I'm like, I'm not used to to being around all these like rich white people, yes. right? Like i was just not used to that. So it freaked me out being in the Bronx. And I was a It's stein- like me covering the NBA. You're
4: speaking with all these <laughs> rich <first players. laughs> It's really terrible, bro.
3: But so I, I, we we knew, like, maybe, but... I mean, George Steinbrenner, like, we had heard stories. Like, would give him, like, his cleats, like, his baseball stuff, whatever. And he went to our rival. I went to deal with Clinton, and he went to Monroe, which was, like, the best baseball high mm-hmm. school you could go to. Again, a lot of kids out of there playing the majors, so...
4: Gosh. but So, Richard, I've thought about athletes right mm. and the exchange we go through in the media mm. and it's important in a sense to you know to grow the sport yeah right ESPN pays a, a ton of money to broadcast the games a way to promote the games and get draw interest in the games or stories that yeah. you know me and my colleagues will write and and some of it become becomes real because it's an 82 game season yeah But was there a point in your career where you're like, I enjoy this exchange? Uh, Because some some guys, like, I had one editor tell me, um, I went to a wedding for Jonathan Abrams, great writer. I sat with one of his former editors, LA Times, at my wedding table. And he's like, 33% of the players are going to love you, 33% of the players are going to hate you, and 33% won't give a fuck about what you do. Yeah. But when did you, like, start to realize that there is some value or, or maybe get something out of it yourself,
2: uh, no, th- that's a good question, Dave. I, I think for me, uh, I think my first kind of realization of how powerful and strong it was is that I was drafted in New York by the Nets. And so all of a sudden, the first thing you hear is that New York media, that New York media. Right. Watch what you say. Watch for this. Be careful. Now, mind you, we were very successful and there was a lot of stuff, but the Knicks were also terrible. So everything kind of gravitated towards okay, well, the Nets are still playing. But that was really it. It was really just being in the New York media and understanding that, and this was before social media, so everyone was so dependent on, you know, newspapers, the Post, the Times, the Star-Ledger, the Daily News. Everyone was so dependent on that. And so that's when I kind of had that first kind of, like, realization how powerful the media and the voice uh, of athletes and and reporters really are. You
1: know, Serena and and Dave will will understand what I'm saying, and I, I... it's funny that you and I have never talked about this even off-camera when we're hanging out in, in that wonderful jacuzzi under deck. But we talk about a lot of things out there. But it always amazes me, RJ, how many young guys don't get how important it is to be able to do interviews after games, how they act after losses. And we always wonder, like, is there anybody in the locker room? Is it a, is it a, is it a coach? Is it Who is it? Is it PR that says, dude? You're, you're, you're killing yourself And here's why it matters Because of what it can do for you Or is it just like Dude I, I get paid well, well, I don't care well, I, well. It, it baffles me So I want like to know And I understand That it can be taxing It can be annoying I get all that But at the end of the day It's necessary It goes with it
2: well, no, I I agree. But one of the things that we talk about is we give, you guys know, that's the cool thing about this platform is that most of the time we just give those 10-second answers, the time, you know, but there's no time. Both teams played hard. My teammates, you know, got me open for some good shots. Oh, no, it was really team defense. I can go through all the answers in a matter of about a minute and Would a
3: half. Would you rather do the pop interview then? Yeah, yeah.
2: No, no. The pop, yeah,
4: the pop just gives you absolutely nothing. Right. And so... I I, I think. You mean playing time when you played for him? Yeah, when I played for He had me on his team for a
0: short amount of time. God,
2: I love (laughs) pop. But I th- I think it's really we as a I think this this age group that we're all in we're at such a unique time because we remember when it was all newspaper and Sports Center then we remember when social media came and now we're starting to see a whole nother group of media uh, kind of platforms kind of take off and you see ESPN really changing and that's one of the things I want to ask you you guys mm-hmm. about because that's what people are seeing people are seeing the ESPN layoffs people are seeing what's going on and how it's affecting really a community. Community because you move up to you move up to um, uh, Bristol and you you start you know becoming a, a fan you, you know you see guys whose homes are now up for sale you see that yeah. stuff and I just wanted to know. How do you guys see the next like five to ten years going kind of in 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 your field? And just for ESPN in general, I know you guys can
4: be very vague. I know I'm talking about your your house.
3: The Darren Revell tweet that we saw.
4: Yeah. 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 To Darren Revell, business reporter. ESPN does a great job. And he said that in the next five years of media, his opinion that the the three most thriving areas where prospective young journalists can get jobs or working for a team mm-hmm. working for a brand or, or working for an athlete. A, actual athlete yeah
3: like uh like Derek Jeter's
2: um
4: Star- uh, uh players right
3: me. or LeBron like uninterrupted LeBron. yeah yeah, we yeah we're,
2: we're trying to stay ahead of the curve here <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry for kid. But,
3: right I mean so that's what we mean is by working for an athlete like yeah. where you'd hire me and I'd report on you every day and every move that you do it's more yeah. like the players Tribune, or, yeah yeah like that's
4: But, like, so the the, the tough part about that is the tried-and-true journalistic ethic part. You try to be an independent um, kind of voice, right, and not beholden to the things that you cover. Mm -hmm. I started my career at NBA.com before Turner was the business partner. Now that Turner is a business partner there, it has more of an independent feel to it. But when it was the league-operated website when I started my career, it was – to some extent I certainly had my journalistic values but to some extent it was a PR arm of the league some extent yes is 100% so that was a, a struggle at times uh, at the same time though I started my career and I did uh, I don't know if you I th- think you played with him Arizona guy Gilbert Arenas yes
1: I I, 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 I asked we him, gotta get him no, on
4: no, oh, no, no, no. I, I, I,
2: I asked yeah, Gilbert, I Gilbert I texted Gilbert I was like hey do you want to come on Gil and I was like which no. was
4: 10 numbers that you used. No,
2: no, <laughs> I use? I used one number I gotta okay. respond okay, right. I got a response cause yeah. I, I went through somebody that's a good mutual friend yeah uh, that also is good friends with Nick Young so I was like yo can I and I was like, uh, Gilbert, we play, we've known each other since we were kids. So I was like, Hey, Gil, no one's heard you say any outlandish shit in a while. Would you like to come on my podcast? He Texted me. He was like, Hey, you know, just let me know, you know, what day. So I texted him back. I was like, Okay, what time next week? No response. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Hey, just checking back. Right. No response. And so he doesn't care. Gilbert doesn't care.
4: But what? But I'll, the reason I bring him up though is when I was at Com, I did his blog. Like yeah. it. it uh, we would interview I would interview him it was good and it, it got actually like a lot of People attention did, yeah. it won awards yeah. it um, you did fail to mention it in my bio because
0: yeah. <laughs> no, know, no, like, the
4: bio so, was 10 minutes long uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, was, yeah. I was like, the right. the yeah. think the perfect yeah. rack from the left wing of the two is not three point cuts really no, got him. but, okay. <laughs> no, but uh, no, so and I saw the response to that and and just the way my career broke like I, that was a new thing athlete blogs didn't exist at that point and even though I was responsible for creating that content, you know, my questions is like, I was a ghostwriter, I was behind the scenes. So. but that's very similar to what the Players Tribune does. Yeah,
2: yeah. you know, so it's like even the Players Tribune. Uh, for some of the Cleveland fans out there, uh, I wrote an article before Game Six, uh, the year we won it. Low cap was that? Uh, cap mm-hmm. was a part of, Yeah, yeah. Know, yeah so I wrote that article, yeah. and I and I had. Basically, it's like a ghostwriter. You have someone that's kind of helping you get your ideas and your thoughts and you work with them uh, on how to basically come up with this article. And it was it was an amazing article. It sounded
1: like. Exactly. Like it, no, it was, well, it,
2: it, it was me, and that's where that's the real trick, and a credit to you and Ghost and people that are actually up, like an editor, basically that's helping. I'm giving all my thoughts. I'm telling my story, and then they help phrase it into a beautifully right, so, written yeah. article. And it's a great idea by Derek Jeter. The, the players should be sure. is
4: really, really awesome. But yeah, no, it, it but, is a credit but, to so, you guys. But that was like uh, it's kind of a different world, right? You, uh, one, I wasn't getting personal, like glory from it Mm -hmm. but it was having success so i saw that it mattered right i also saw that gilbert had a ton of trust in me Mm -hmm. and that's the only way i got no gilbert will say stuff to anybody Anybody. but we got some into some territory i don't think you would have gotten with other people and i was like so what really matters right in this gig i want people to respond to my work that's Mm -hmm. what gets me going Mm -hmm. like so whether it be breaking news that they wouldn't find anywhere else or Getting an athlete to share a story that they wouldn't get anywhere else because of the relationship I put in with that guy.
2: Serene, what Serene, What do you think is kind of the future? And again, I know you talked about those three things, you know, Darren Rebell, what he talked about. Like, what do you think is kind of the direction that the media is going to go? Because I see it and, and I, we've talked about this at the podcast, but I'm glad to have you guys here because... We talked about C.C. Sabathia starting his own podcast. Mm -hmm. You know, you're welcome for the idea. (laughs) Uh, You see J.J. Reddick now doing his with the 76ers. And it was weird because he had done his only during the summer. And then now I think he's going to do his during the season. The documentary That was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Really, really awesome. And um, uh, Darren uh, Darren Williams is now doing one. He's doing Ballers and Brawlers. you got to check it out. Darren, you're welcome for the plug. I texted (laughs) you. you. Again, I don't understand what these people are about not texting me back and when I'm trying to give them some love I don't know who you are yeah no and that's what I'm saying it's like Karen like, I, t- I gave you the idea for the podcast <laughs> right I told you, because he loves wrestling. Wrestling was one of his first loves, right. and it's something that... MMA, you, too, MMA, right? It's yeah. an MMA thing, and yeah. so it's like, when you talk to Dar- uh, Darren about golf, his eyes light up. When you talk to him about MMA, his eyes light up. Right. So I was like, Darren, I was like, you should... He's like, well, I know people... What about when you talk to him about
4: coming off the bench for the Cavs? His <laughs> eyes, <laughs> the eyes did not light up. His yeah. eyes did not light up.
1: What about but but, when the Warriors saw him coming? off? But
2: that was one of the things that I talked to him. I was like, yo, Darren, if this is what you're passionate about, and this is something that you will be excited about doing, go do it now. Do it while you're still a player. Don't do it like, oh, retired basketball. You have to do it now. And that's something that I try and give guys, especially when you're a little bit older, try and have a little insight or, or try and have a little bit of a focus on what you want to do. And he started Ballers and Brawlers. Yeah. Um, I, I'll tell you guys, go subscribe. Don't be surprised if you get a bump, Darren. Uh, but yeah, yeah no, I think it's a really cool podcast because you have a basketball player who loves MMA and they have some yeah. MMA guys, but he knows he has his own gym him, he has all this other stuff and so you kind of see guys going into realms that are familiar and stuff that they
4: enjoy and the player can benefit from the machine yes Absolutely. Right? like you're an interesting guy but two years from now the stuff you say will be less interesting because you won't be on a marquee team, and I will not be. I will not be an actual player. Right. I that's will
2: not what I mean. Be a player, and right. that's who's like in the grind. Right. in the grind? Right. That <laughs> re- I'm only still playing basketball you know, purely, purely, for this podcast, <laughs> so I can have access. I want to grow this thing as big as possible, right. even if people don't even know that I'm playing anymore. <laughs> like that's the whole reason. But no, it, it is true. Like growing this thing and doing this the access that I have to my teammates and and the fact that my teammates are willing to come in and come on and talk also because they know that I'm a part of the grind they know that basketball is the most important thing to me they know that I'm going to bust my ass and that I'm there every day doing whatever I can to try and help the team so for them to sit down with one of their friends or one of their peers and, and shoot the shit it's easy for them, you know? And, and so that's something that I would tell anybody. If you're within a kind of a, a special realm and there's something, you know, be like you said, use the machine, use the machine as long as you can, because once you're on the outside, you become an outsider. Yeah, right. Like we were able to get Mike Trout, you know, Mike Trout came on athlete. yeah, athlete
1: yeah. to athlete. And I can shoot this and shit with him. And, and Yeah. Way more awesome than we all expected. Yeah. Either, Cause that there's Oh, cool. you know what I'm saying? Cause I, I covered him his rookie year and, uh, you know, quick answers, and, yeah. and then he came in, you know, he sees RJ, he sees the ring, they talk, and we're on our way, right? Yeah.
3: Not that, 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 like, athlete, like, once you retire, you know, in 100 years, that you're not going to be valuable because it's like, we, I mean, ESPN has, you know, NBA former players. For sure. like. Yeah, so it's yeah. not that that isn't valuable. Mm-hmm. I think that, I watched this Vice uh, piece that um, Barack Obama did right before he ended his term, and he talked about... Why things are so separate in in the in Republicans and Democrats, and it's not more middle ground, is because a lot of newspapers they sw- or or you know now online anything like publications they swing one way or another. So at, you can choose yeah what information you, you get
4: want, yeah, which only reinforces it the or, information right.
3: that you have in your head. Mm-hmm. And so I think there is the a huge value to you know. Uh, you know, CNN, the New York Times, uh, things that, you know, as as possible as, as as much as possible skew to cover everything. ESPN covers everything and is the main, you know, point of contact.
1: The good and the bad.
3: Yes, the good and the bad. But, you know, so we have that. But then I also think, right, then you get players perspectives with their podcast and then ESPN will pick up something that you say or, you know, that Channing makes a noise or something, but they will pick up on it and. You know, put that out to the rest. Like I think can, it's more of a.
2: And then it's all, Yeah, can, can I can I say something really weird and kind of funny? <laughs> is someone pointed this out to me the other day, and I want to hear your guys' perspective. Yeah, like it's so weird when. Because of the podcast and we're getting this information from you guys, like directly from the source, right? You guys can talk, you're telling stories, there's this, there's that. But what happens is that ESPN gives you credit. So whenever they were, when they were using content from one of the podcasts, they'll be from road tripping podcasts, right? right? So they give us credit, which only grows us and more powerful. It grows the podcast. Mm -hmm. And it's not just ours. It could be, it could be Bill Simmons. It could be, you know, any independent podcast person. But then all of a sudden, you're actually growing your competitor. Right. You're growing your competitor because then all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, if these guys are the ones breaking the news, like Wojciechowski, you know, if, if these guys are the ones breaking the news, why am I going? Wojciechowski. Wojciechowski does golf. Wojcikowski. Cool. But, but that's what I'm saying It's like right. they're it's actually so the good. machine is helping to grow a competitor, right? And and I mean in a small, I'm not saying we're a competitor to no, ESPN, no, no. but I'm just saying it's like point. the the point is is that you have these. End- Independent news places like podcasts, like blogs, and because ESPN or whoever is getting information from them, they are giving – growing them, right? right? And a time where ESPN is somewhat kind of struggling – not struggling like they're not still the powerhouse, but they're still trying to navigate the future of media and what's the best way to attack it. Right, but then
4: so I think – and I can't speak for all my bosses. Guess you can. You can speak <laughs> for all of that. But I can say this, though. If something is... If it has it, it has it, right? Yeah. You, you want to acknowledge it. Yeah. You want to be like, we know what it is. And And, that's and all of our... Yeah. All of it might not be from us, but we can at least aggregate the things that you should know as a sports fan. Mm. And I... You know, not blowing I think your podcast is great. It's groundbreaking.
3: We, it. we did the right, yes. for, for doing yes. my
4: job, it's super helpful because I learn all sorts of things from about you guys that I can follow up with questions later on. Because
3: he doesn't have the <clears> time <throat> to do it in his day to day, right?
4: don't. The media time. access is really is, was, is so and, and And I'm
2: I'm want to tell everybody here because there's a couple more points that I want to uh, talk before we get towards the end. Is that it is funny? To, you were one of the first to actually listen to our podcast and then follow up with stories yeah, that's why are yeah. really good
1: no, he's really good. <laughs> they're, they're oh Sarah, but, and I'm
2: being dead serious yeah. when I say that there's a reason why, you know, these two individuals are the first ones yeah. from that side on our podcast, right? It, it's, it's because you guys have a perspective. You guys come to it with a, a, a very mindset, not of, oh, what are these guys doing? It's like, okay, well, how can I best use this to give information to the fans? Right. Like for people that might not listen to the podcast, might not be into the podcast, might not have an hour, how can I take five or 10 minutes and write an article that someone might read on ESPN?
4: Yeah, you know? it, so, so it's symbiotic in a way, yeah. right?
1: Like, he uses such awesome words. <laughs> that
3: means it that, helps each other.
1: <laughs> it's it's, it's <laughs> yeah, it's like, I got, yeah. A, I, got a, I got a thesaurus out of <laughs> it. It's, like, it's the, the, words, it's like that he, the <laughs> words that he uses, it's amazing. <laughs> it's just, in, just, in, a, sexy, in the red cup room, it's yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uses this when he's like, you know, a couple glasses deep. He's, like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, it's, like, it's symbiotic, yeah. and I'm just yeah. like, yeah. God, get serious for a second. What was it like for you guys today? when ESPN was letting go of hundred people over those couple of days? I mean, wow. friends, colleagues, uh, how tough was that?
3: Uh, so Dave was not at ESPN, I was at ESPN. Like, she
1: at Bristol.
4: You I was working she was in Bristol. In we're Bristol. 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 You, you were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. It, was, it was shocking, as it would be. It was tough for everyone. Like, every single, the people that were laid off, the people that weren't laid off, the people that were giving the layoffs. It was a very, very difficult day. And again, I don't... I, Again, to me, like, and I have a, a social media background, mm. so like, I I understand how things are changing. You gotta clink it harder. Oh, I'm sorry, that. I
2: clink it harder than that. <laughs>
1: Fill her up doing it. She's, she's going right. deep right now. I wanted to give her a little bit more. I have social ages. media so background. Kind of I worked yeah.
3: at National Geographic. I was a blogger a reporter for Nike. So as you know, Dave was the reporter. You know, blogger NBA, right? Like doing the brand thing. Like I was also doing the brand thing at Nike, interviewing mm. Nike athletes. I think it's more of how we utilize each person and how, you know, obviously, very heartbreaking. You've seen that across the board and everybody. Like, it was evident, so I'm not breaking news there, but it was just, it was difficult. But, you know, I got, I was re located to now doing features. So anchoring every morning, waking up at three o'clock in the morning, and that was awesome. I worked with a great team. And then I now I'm doing features and you know one of the features I did was with you guys. Yeah, and let's go. So, but again, like I think it's like reutilizing like the talent that's there. Like for me, I'm big on social media. That's what I obviously attracted the podcast to me. You know people operate differently and yeah. I think that's how ESPN is thinking like we're, we're operating differently so can that person like my job on a feature I'm going out I'm doing social media for it I'm writing the, the piece I'm, I'm interviewing every you know whoever I can for a piece like Prince Knight for example Went to Prince Night in Minnesota. It was awesome. They gave away these really cool exclusive umbrellas. Went there, spoke to, you know, the skipper, Brian Dozier, uh, Paul Molitor, the the skipper, uh, did interviews with the fans, and then that night wrote this feature like piece that was like I don't know a couple minutes long but I threw in every Prince reference (laughs) I possibly could and I did three live hits that Friday and then the next morning I did three live hits one of them was to wrap the piece that I did with you guys I think yeah and one was uh, oh no I did a I wrapped an NBA finals piece that I did but I I did three live hits that morning or that evening three live hits the next day and and the piece like they really you using you? You were working and so I went from the NBA finals game five to doing Uh, Prince Prince Night so like again they're just reutilizing like I could have been doing I could anchor but I also feel like I'm getting to talk to the players now like
1: you're in it exactly and that's
3: what social media does that's what podcasts do right like they're just that's a different go Bronx girl go Bronx
1: girl
2: (laughs) okay now I'm going to take you back Uh, I don't know Um, the, the Dr. Dre and, um... And Jimmy Iovine, uh, the defiant ones, I that they Pine just one. did. It's all,
4: it's all like ten minutes
2: ago it, It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I, I re- recommend everybody to watch it. Yeah. But one of the things, and I think right now, I think ESPN in a similar spot, is like the music industry. What they went through in the late '90s with Napster and just the change of everything was so crazy. And just to give you guys an instance, if you guys haven't seen it, so this this lawyer goes to Dr. Dre and says, "Hey, uh, we have to talk about Napster," and he's trying to explain it to him, and he's trying to talk to him. He's like, what, "What's going on? What are you doing?" And he was like, well, just show it to me. Dr. Dre was like, well, just show it to me. So he went to a computer, typed in Napster, and typed in Dr. Dre, and 20,000 files show up. And he's he's like, Dre, all of this music is for free everywhere in the world. Right, And so it's like... And you don't you, make a dime. You don't make right. a dime off of this. And that's one of the things like... So the music industry went from like its most profitable time to uh, uh, a nosedive, fucking like nosedive. Nader. Nader. night. And so it was like... And so that's what I'm saying. ESPN, it's like people used to go to ESPN for, for highlights. And you used to, it was like the newspaper, similar to yeah. print, is going through a very difficult time. They had to go digital. Because you would go and you would watch... The the late sports center, or you would watch the early morning sports center, and you would be caught up. You could walk into your day and be able to talk about whatever happened the night before. And and it's just, but now you have House of Highlights. And I I tell people all the time we go into our locker room at halftime, and if someone has (laughs) a monster dunk or something crazy in the first half, we can watch it on our phones in halftime. And
3: the leagues are losing money because of of Napster, right? Because, Because yes,
2: Dr. Dre was losing money because of Napster, and the game changed, right? Right. And it's similar to what's going on right now is IsPN in my opinion, my humble opinion, is that people can watch highlights from everywhere. It's happening and across it's the board. Ca- it's happening across the board and it's like the internet changed music. For like, crazily, in the last, like, 10 to 15 years, and I think right now in sports, and obviously live sports will always be key, and that's why ESPN has to pay a premium for live sports to keep that content, but as far as, like, their other
4: content, their other content, like sports centers and stuff, it becomes difficult. Well, I'll say this, though. So, ESPN has recognized that people consume X percent of their media on their phone. Yeah. And so, the ESPN app is... Not to be a shill for my company, it's a really, it's really good, good app, right? Yeah, can are watch still live sports. ESPN, they're probably just
3: going it on the phone more, or right?
2: Or... i I'm more say so it from a standpoint of like Instagram. If you're scrolling your Instagram and you
4: follow House of Highlights, right. sure. If right. you follow, if you follow, Blue well, that's an Adam Silver issue too. If you, I mean, if you really believe it's cannibalizing, like Adam Silver has, does not. Cut down YouTube highlight mixtapes. He, no. he feels like it's good promotion for me. I really do because people can then yeah. actually see that I could dump crap in
2: 2003. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was Tobias. That was a You got, yeah. you got, got him yeah. like I two know, years ago. That's a good
3: point. Like, the, the you know. Christmas Day, come on. give that Like, YouTube, right? I think is one of the best like social media algorithms that they have. Like, you put a video up, and the more people watch it, and if it's good content, it gets floated to the top, and then they charge ads, and you get money off of it, right? And so, like, when I was at Syracuse, and again, I had no background in social, like, in, in news, media, or anything. Facebook just started. It just launched. And it was, like, college kids only. And then I asked one of my professors, and I was like, why are we not, as if we're doing media, and the, the whole pur- purpose is to get information from point A to point B, you know, from athlete to, you know, fan. Yeah. And we are not sharing it everywhere. We are doing a disservice. Like, we're not doing our job. So why are... Isn't thing like why aren't we putting stuff on YouTube and why aren't we putting stuff on Go where the people are. So again, like it took them
2: a minute. It took them a minute. The old it takes it takes the old heads a minute to kind of realize it. And there's always that joke. And I'll let you. I'll I'll (sighs) let you. Verizon turned down the iPhone. Verizon turned down the iPhone. And they were like, no, you're asking for too much. So AT&T, because Verizon was the number one carrier. Yeah. And so then uh, they took it to AT&T, which was a shitty carrier. I still have AT&T, but I don't have deals, so screw them. She uh, saying, <laughs> yeah. I'm so, But I'm saying, then they went to AT&T and AT&T was like, we'll give you whatever you want. And that's why it was only on yeah. AT&T for all of those years. They had exclusivity, but it was like Verizon turned it down. And then the person that turned it down no longer has a job at Verizon. Right? Like, I'm just saying, like, people always are late to the game. And I I think sometimes people at the top are always a little slow to figure things out.
1: Well, you know, you and I talk a lot about the culture where we live here in the South Bay and Manhattan Beach and Hermosa Beach. And we mention the six man all the time. And people back east and and that listen to us all around the world, they don't know what that is. So we always say, hey, it's a tournament where you dress up and you play volleyball. It's huge in our world, huge. But not in the big landscape of things. Even that change. When YouTube hit and all that stuff, all of a sudden, it was named Top Ten Party in the United States, yeah. and there was hundreds of thousands of people coming to that weekend, right. yeah. and the city lost its mind, and they were like, "We can't control it." They almost canceled it. They moved it to the middle of the week, and it just about killed it. Yeah, but a few of us kept it alive, and now they moved it back to the weekend. But that was like five years where it was dead, right because it changed, yeah, and you have to change with what's going. So, on. like,
4: we talk about where media is going. I can't tell you where it's going in terms of how you can make money, like running media. But I think I can say some ways to try to continue to be employed, and that would be, be just like the NBA is going to positionless basketball. Be a positionless media member yeah. so Versus be right know. so be able to like I, I film you guys sometimes it sucks but oh, I no, have to see, do it it's really creepy man that's really creepy do.
0: you
2: guys
1: wait for us hair. we just wait G- for G- us G- to G- get G- dressed G- yeah. first yeah. name it's so yeah. awkward man. there's our there's our yeah look at those calf well you said like
3: take on the highway that you know like say you want a house of highlights but like back in the day it was Stuart Scott rocking uh, the high- you did, you would not miss those highlights like uh, I think there is a second coming that we're going to experience and again we're not the behind the scenes geniuses that ESPN has but like there is going to be the next coming of no. it and we're going to see that like Stuart Scott, like, I love I watching Stewart. sport,
0: right? I, like, I mean,
1: Stu Scott, Dan Patrick, Craig kilborn they right, became those, famous. They became right. famous so by how, how they gave but how they gave the highlights. Yeah. So would but you rather watch that highlight yeah.
3: versus a house the highlights? I, it is. That. I so would. Max Gretas is one of, like, I freaking love him. Love Max. He does. And, and shout out to Max, but I was like, he right. does, highlights, like, almost the way that, like, I miss the Stuart Scott. Like, and, and,
2: P, and and the kids, the kids, Max and again, Ford, I know we can talk Ford. about back in the day, but they, they don't realize. It's like, Stuart Scott, I, I, I shit you not. Right. One of the, my, my, you have these, they always talk about athletes. When was one of your major league moments? And yeah. One of my NBA moments is when I heard Stuart Scott, probably my third or fourth year, say... Yeah. It's not. It's not a sports center highlight unless we have a Richard Jefferson highlight. And <laughs> I like, lost my, oh my shit. <laughs> I lost my shit. And it was like I used to do this. I used to go home, right? I used to go home and I used to put on ESPN News because ESPN News was an every thirty-minute clip, right? Mm-hmm. So we would drink and party, right? With ESPN News on. 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 You'd watch it
1: all
3: right? Yeah, I, I would watch
2: it. I, we would drink and party. No, this was when I was in the NBA. Mm-hmm. But I would put it on. <laughs> we didn't have cable in college. So, so, I, 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 yeah, I, yeah. so I would get home. And I would watch it, and I would just put it on before we would go out because I would want to see the highlights for the yeah. game. And I played with Vince, I played with Jay Kidd, I played with Get Kennon. We had really good teams, and so it was like to hear Stuart Scott from a because I grew up watching him, and so to hear Stuart Scott give his like marquee line because Vince Carter he used to say it about it. it's not it's not a Sports Center highlight unless unless yeah. unless we have a Vince Carter highlight. Right. And you're just like to hear him say that about me, and I had friends text me. It was like Richard, you've officially really? made yeah. it. Yeah. You've made yeah. it. And so yes, I agree. There needs to be. uh uh, that evolution and i'm waiting for those those um kind of people to come about that are just so key to how you watch sports and how you get that information and and you should never lose that but yeah it's a it's a unique time and i'm interested to see how it kind of you know floats around
4: like so like beyond being versatile i think being authentic to like a place or time so like Geeter, you are a South Bay native, like, and you are entrenched in the culture. Entrenched. You you cover the only team that matters in this area. Yeah. No offense to anything else, but like, it Numbers is. Suck. <laughs> but like, but like, but and then and then the volleyball community likes that you got the Lakers community, like Lakers connection, and the Lakers like you get the and that's the team so, I grew up loving. Right. That's yeah. that's the other way you can do it. I think if. If you go that path, I mean, it's, it's not that easy, but like, yeah. as long as you are authentic, you will have a chance, I think, because people respond to authentic people. What we are trying to do in the media is have people respond to what we do. Yeah. So, how can you do that? One, perhaps by being like a sprinkler system that you shoot out all sorts of different information in various platforms, or you are just something that, you know, mocked to a flame, like people are attracted to, you know, what you present.
2: Yeah no I, I, I it's funny that you got like again we i all kind of kind of bring it back full circles. like the Darren Ravel is like working for an athlete and I think more I would never more, work for you right? no, and don't <laughs> I, 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 I feel, feel like you do and you don't get paid that's how I know we're friends because we literally make people don't understand it's like we've had some advertisers on this but we make no money we make no money but, but this is love, love it but we love it Channing that no, <laughs> Chan, no Channing gets free shit so we don't like there's a thing we don't have to pay Channing as long as we can give him free stuff that's all that matters but um, like you said it's like Working for an athlete or athlete-driven content, and I, I personally think that that's that's somewhat of the future. Not like the whole future, but I think that's an aspect to it. You want to be able to have athletes give content straight. So you have Twitter, Instagram, and, and Facebook, where guys can get on there. And it's like, well, this guy said this, but this is actually what happened. That wasn't around when I came into this league, right? Like you would ask you would ask a reporter to go and do a retraction, or and it would be on right? the fourth page yeah. and like the bottom of the thing, and it would be two letters. Of a retraction, little rich just got here. In case you guys aren't okay, here, okay, okay, okay. it's, it's going to get really sideways, so we're going to have to get out of here quick. But but yeah, I, I, think, right now. I think athlete-driven content is really really but is key. is
3: That the authenticity that we're looking for. Yes, your kids coming in like you know again like I think that that's the trend right? Like I am authentic. I act the same way with you because and you're now
2: from with. the Bronx. That you can't <laughs> you, you can't. Can. <laughs> right. Well no, it's the more there's the things that I've learned. The the more alcohol you consume <laughs> and the more mad someone gets mm. is when the real the really person
3: Perez comes in. of right. someone, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah, driving, yes. it's Every show,
1: I I start to get geeky and ask a question that I really want to know because I love sports. And, and Rich will go, dude, that's not what we're like. We're not talking about that. So I'm going to do that right now and he'll probably cut me off. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> you covered Kobe and LeBron. To me, yeah, that is pretty special because I don't care about lists and all that stuff. I don't care where it ends. They're going to be two of the greatest of all time. What was that like covering both those guys and just how different they are? In their prime. So In their prime. Yeah. Good job, Rich. You do like <laughs> <sweet. No>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to help You're you. you I'm like, trying to yeah. help
4: you. The, the biggest similarity to me that I see from, you know, the limited interaction in grand scheme of things I have with them versus... They don't have podcasts. They don't have podcasts. <laughs> right. Exactly. But they're both extremely mentally tough. Um, And they have such a high standard uh, for what they want to achieve in their craft, and they don't give themselves days off. Like, they're not like they're not going to be hung over on the couch like a lot of regular people would be. Or whatever.
2: Yeah, I, so, that's the thing I hate about LeBron when I follow him. I'm like hung over on the couch and I see LeBron in the gym. It's just like, that's, those, are the days I wish, those are the days I wish I wasn't his teammate because then I was just like, God, uh, I need to
3: keep Do you ever it see him, though, affected by the social, ma- like, social media in general versus like, Kobe didn't really have that part of his career? Yeah, like, he was like, proud
4: right? that he wasn't on Twitter for a while. Yeah.
3: Right, yeah. so yeah. Like, I'm curious, like, man, because mentally tough, you know Kobe,
2: LeBron they gotta deal with that later on in their career
3: like now it's a so it's like blown up yeah, it's the-
2: it's so crazy because I was again I'm bridging like these two these two kind of generational gaps right like I know I'm on my way out I'm not ashamed I can't believe I made it this far yeah. every day I'm just like well, like how are you guys still how yeah. am I still here <laughs> right. so for all the people that tell me like Richard you should retire it's like I agree <laughs> I agree I should retire but I'm still here because I love this job and you I have do it. Yeah, and I have Great teammates and people that I care about, and, and, I'll, I still do, and I'll still dunk on everyone, and I kind of <laughs> wink at them. like it's a technical, no big deal. But, 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 but you're you're right. It, it, it's a, what, little rich? <laughs> <laughs> There's, the clink. There's a what, what, little rich? Come here, little rich. <laughs> what up, buddy? Are you gonna talk on the mic?
1: <laughs>
2: no, 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 don't grab it. Are you gonna talk? <laughs> uh, Are you gonna say, "Let's go,
1: cabs
2: yeah, Let's go, cabs yeah. Let's go, Let's go, Cubs. go, Cubs. Let's go
3: Yes, you're
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, okay, now go with Mommy. Okay, you that's did it, your that's job. it. You to do your job. <laughs> you are almost done,
1: but Dave's going to say something it's really important. Uh, well, I'll, I'll just say
4: this, because, you know, you know when you, like, meet somebody and everyone's like, that guy's a you know, asshole or whatever, and you're like, oh, he's always been cool with me, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> right? So you can only, like, judge someone through oh, gee, okay. that. <laughs> yeah, get, yeah people say that about me all the time. <laughs> it's but, like, fine. I had a good experience with, with Kobe, but I didn't, I came into him in year, I think he was year 12 already of his yeah. career, and I was like 25. Like, I would, I wasn't... Threatening. No, I just, I didn't know what I was doing, okay. quite frankly. Like, I had a, a good job, but I didn't understand the gig. So, by the time I started coming to LeBron, like, we're only a year and a half apart in age. Oh, yeah. Like, I know all the marquee high school players that, when he was a marquee high school player, because yeah. we were in high school at the same time. Okay. So, there's a more of, like, just like a... a yeah. And, and so... I was able to just just feel like a a better even though like it's ridiculous for me to say this, but like we're more on the same level. Level.
2: You yeah. are. You are. Right. You are hundred percent on the same level. Yeah. Like that don't embrace I mean, that embrace yeah. that comment because that it's so so true. Like me and LeBron, even though I, I'm a little bit older, he's like we kinda laugh and joke about because we had the same veteran. When he came in, yeah. I was only in year three or year four so even though i was older than him like we were both we're both young guys in the same time and so i'm sitting down here with different guys that i sat down with josh hart on our podcast not too long ago and this guy is he's he's 23 years old like we're not in the same time like i'm trying to give him some like that older advice but if you're talking about kobe you're on the same level. Like you grew up in the same kind of time in a similar area. You were covering same hometown, same hometown. Yeah. Like you recover, you know. And yet, yeah, the fact that when we talk about white privilege, he grew up <laughs> in the same area you yeah. me, who we all give shit to. <laughs> so, You know, it, it, it's it's yeah. Embrace that comment. That that's true. Right. It, it is true because. And I'm going to tell you from our perspective, it gives validity to what you're saying. Not saying that you need any extra accolades or anything, but it's like I understand a little bit. It's it's like yo, know, I understood Kobe a little bit differently because we were from a similar area, and I could relate to a pizza joint or or a, a, a restaurant or something right. that we kind of grew
4: up around. Right, yeah. and so and so I had that, but again, I didn't I didn't understand my job yeah. quite as well, right? And so by the time I got to you guys in Cleveland, I was better at my job, and then I, the guy, the primary guy I covered, was you know this a, a contemporary appeared
1: Kobe going into LeBron. In Terms because I, well, I, 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 it, it, it
4: helped, helped. visibility wise. LeBron knew who I was gotcha. from covering Kobe and covering teams that won championships. And yeah. I think that's part of it too. Like,
2: I don't. I don't. I don't.
4: Overre- I try not to overreact about stuff because it's a long fucking season. Yeah. It's too long and there's going to be times where it gets high and times where it gets low, but, like, that has very little bearing on what's going to happen in the postseason, especially for a team that's built to win a championship and has the talent to win yeah. a championship. So you're
2: saying when we only win 50 games, you're not going to criticize us? I, I mean... I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, I'm
4: i But mean, there, there's times when you don't go too far down that road because yeah. it's just ridiculous, yeah. right? Um, and so I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think... Covering Kobe, though, helped me cover LeBron because I try to put myself in your guys' shoes and understand the type oh, we of you live. Me, me and
2: you have argued. Yeah, dude. we and have. Me and our, me and, we just did. recently. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, because, because I, one of the things that I say, I, I feel like as long as you have a good relationship with someone, even if they're in another field. Like, mm. Dave covers up. He has a job to do. And I sent <laughs> Dave a text not too long ago. I was like, love the article, hate the fucking headline. Yep. Right? And he was just
1: like... <laughs> that, sounds like
2: a and, and that sounds like your text. That yeah, is a text I, for I, me. I, that is. I, and yeah. I told him, I was like, well, I'm going to... Say something. I just want to give you a heads up, and that's purely out of respect. No, which like, I
4: appreciate. Yeah. I hit you with a whatever.
2: a joke, though. Yeah. We go back and yeah. forth, and it's like one of the things is like, look, it's just like any relationship, any family. It's like you, you, you know that everything is not perfect, but as long as you have open lines of communication, and so if I would have just sent a tweet to you or at you like yo this is not true or this is blah 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 or this is whatever you might have taken it a certain way but because we have open lines of communication yeah. and I'm like Dave like the article was great but I don't think the headline was was a true indication of what the article said and what I said right? and 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 that and again, that, that that's part of. I want to give you a compliment. That's part of the respect that I have for you. That I know I can send you this, and I can tell you this, and we can handle this like sure, professionals. Everyone. not right. everyone, not everyone. You can, right? You know. Right. And but so, you're also like,
4: I know that you like know what you're talking about too. Like so, like some guys, I've players I've dealt with will get mad about something, and they don't even know why the they're effects. mad, right? Yeah. You know, I'm like someone
1: told them, once. someone yeah. told them, we were talking shit about you. <laughs> <you're> actually, like, <laughs>
4: And like and I'll give you credit for this too, like I'll out myself, first game of your guys' playoff run against Indiana this last year, it did not look that good. You won the game, and I had some like line in there like about it oh, being like oh, it yeah. ending
0: doom.
2: on this bad. I was
4: like, yo we won the game.
2: Yeah, and there was them. a couple other teams that lost games, right? right. Like a couple other teams. Yeah, Maybe yeah, Boston yeah. lost. Maybe somebody else lost. They were down 0 right. 2. Boston lost, and yeah. somebody else lost. And I was yeah. like, hey, this impending doom that you're talking yeah, yeah. about, there's a couple other teams that are down 0 1, and we're up 1 0. I don't give a shit what the impending right. doom is. I was like, how about you just do a wait and see versus the impending doom yeah, that's coming yeah, up? you me. called me on it, and like, yeah, obviously, yeah. you guys go like, 13 0 to aren't good enough. I so have talked to other guys, and like there's other guys because I, I had that relationship when i was very very young in new york where it's right. like we're gonna talk it was fred kerber right. it was home oh. yeah i'm gonna assume the ski <laughs> right. i'm gonna I'm destroy C- home oh, yeah. oh, I, yeah. oh, I love you yeah great but guy. But, great guy but i'm saying there's a lot of guys that i have relationships right. with since i was 21 right. and we would argue we would fight they would write this they were bright like that's just part of the sport right and so like i feel very comfortable having a conversation with you and saying like yo Like what really like stop because because I remember this This is one of the things I'll say and then, you know, we're going to have to close out for this gets too long is that I remember the feeling in the city from game one of my first year and game one of my second year, like because we had struggled through the regular season, like game, everyone was so frantic. Everyone was like, yo, what are we going to do? Like the, the Cavs, say, are we going to repeat? Everyone was so, the buzz in the city wasn't the same. And so when I read your article and I saw the impending doom and you even said, I don't think I said impending yeah, doom. I was like, the exact term was
0: impending doom. And so I was
2: like, yo, I feel the buzz in the city being a little different. And then I see people like yourself who have a huge impact on how people, and that's out of respect, how people view the team. Sorry, Little Rich, if you guys picked that up. (laughs) But And so I was like, Dave, I was like, yo, we won the game. It's the playoffs. All that matters is win and move on. And I was like, yo, like, they're a very good team. Paul George hit some very difficult shots. Yeah, and so I, I just viewed it from a perspective of, like, like, look, I believe that we're going to be just fine. Our team is healthy for the first time all year. And we're going to cruise. And then we went on. We won 11. Yeah. Well, we went 11 straight. Yeah. We before before straight. game
4: three. You won 11 Before straight.
2: game three. and it, what, Dave? That's what I'm Yeah. That's what, <laughs> but I was just more saying it's like that buzz in the city was a little different. Right. And so I was like, I was like, Dave, like, come on. Like just, just be a little bit we more. fair. You recognize
3: the power that he has. If he writes that, fans are gonna be. Fans like, are what?
2: gonna, fans are gonna be what? And so, and I, I recognize that power because one, he's he's good at what he does. Two, when you have the fans of the respect, uh, when you have the the respect of the players and the fans, like that's something that's very very rare. And so I was like. Dave you can't keep doing this impending doom shit like we won game one Boston's <laughs> it was, over here it was down 0-2 yeah. Yeah, Boston's, yeah, Boston's down 0-2 yeah. 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 like there's a wow. lot of teams that would love a one point victory right now you know and so um, no, 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 but that, but that's one of the things that one of the reasons why I wanted to have you guys on here is to show you guys the dynamic that goes on between the media and the sports world like Dave and, and Serena these are two people from different sides of, of the sports world but it, it it shows you how much that we depend on each other, how much we actually truly, truly work together.
4: And you learned and a word today, you can use Simba, it right
2: now. I, Simba, I, I, have to, I, I, I try not, I try not to like use words lip I lip can't lip. spell, I won't immediately go into a spell check, right? Because if they don't go into a spell check, right. then I feel like I get a little lost and I just use a different word. We worked well together.
1: Two guests. Two bottles of Whispering, Two whispering
2: whisper Angel. Two bottles of Whispering Angel. Down. Yes, yes. So, um, thank you guys for joining us, I hopefully I think the fans, hopefully the fans enjoy this as much as 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 me and, and Geeter did, and uh, it's great to have you guys on here. And we did an entire podcast without talking about Bron and Kyrie
1: on the phone that we did yes we
2: did so ladies and gentlemen that's another episode of road trippin I'm out
0: hey road trippin fans I'm working with a t-shirt company that you may have seen around Amage. they're the ones that are responsible for LeBron's ultimate warrior shirt and many of the college designs you see on tees As they pay homage to great moments in sports and inspiring stories, go check out their NBA GMTs at homage.com. You're sure to be inspired and will get a kick out of their special design of Richard and Channing. Get them while they're still in stock at homage.com. And better yet, from now until the end of August, receive our exclusive Road Trippin' NBA GMT 25% off when using promo code ROADTRIPPIN. That's 25% off when using code ROADTRIPPIN, not case-sensitive, through the end of the month. Get them while they're hot at homage.com.